Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the only transportation she has. She has five kids, one of whom is your daughter, who goes to physical therapy. Can you explain to me why you're taking the van away from her? This is the plaintiff, Demary Rodriguez. She says the defendant is now her ex-boyfriend, who she has a two-year-old with. And he co-signed a loan for her so she could get a Dodge Caravan because she has five kids to tote around. Then, out of the blue in August, the guy shows up saying if she doesn't give him the car, he was going to report it stolen because it's not in her name. Her car was towed off her property by the sheriff. She put down all the money on the car. And the spiteful defendant owes her $7,226.42 because now he has the car and she has nothing. This is the defendant Angel Zelamar. He says the plaintiff is a vicious woman who isn't allowing him to see their two-year-old baby, and he's brokenhearted over it. As far as the car goes, he put down the ten grand on it with the dealer. He's paid the loan off in full with the bank, and how dare she play games with their daughter over this car? Oh, her? She owes him. He's accused of dissing an ex. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $8,000, the money he gave to the plaintiff to pay her bills while they were together. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum. The People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Milliam is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Ms. Rodriguez, uh, Mr. Zalamar is the father of what, your fifth child? Yes. How many children do you have? You have five, and what? how old is the eldest? The oldest one is 16. Okay. The child that the two of you have is how old? Two years old? She's two. All right. Now, at some point in time, you folks buy a car. Tell me about that transaction. Who was supposed to pay what? So the agreement between me and him was that I would trade in my car. I had my taxes, my tax return that came back. I was supposed to put the $5,000 towards the new car. So 
the trade-in plus the 5000 that I was going to put down on the car, and he was going to take care of the financing, and I was responsible for the, the insurance on the car from the day, you know, I drove it off the lot. And who was going to make the payments? He said he was. Okay, so what happens? What kind of car do you buy? I chose a 2018 Dodge Grand Caravan. Okay. Did you ever put $5,000 down? At the dealership, no. But I did cash up the, the money to him, which in between those cash apps, they only show that I paid, I think it was $3,700. But I also have text messages from him stating why I only sent that money because he told me not to send the full 100 because he was helping pay for the stuff in the house, which I also provided proof of that as well. How long were you guys dating, by the way? We were off and on for like three years. Okay. And when did you break up? We broke up twice. So the last time we broke up was in May. All right. And why did you break up? Um, well, he actually had came to visit after his surgery. And according to him, he just couldn't do it no more. He gave me back my house key and he left. He went back to Virginia. So he has his own reasons as to why he walked out. Okay, and then how did it come to pass that he took the car from you? Because he ends up taking the Dodge Caravan, right? After his surgery, they were going to release him from Medhold in Virginia, and he needed a place to stay. At first, I told him it was okay for him to stay here, but then it was just a lot that went into the situation, and I ended up... Well, in between there, he asked me if he could borrow the car. He was going to drive down here, take my car to Maryland, and then he was going to pick up his stuff and drive the car back. And I told him no, because that was my only form of transportation, and he wasn't on my insurance. He said, but I am on your title. And I said, well, what is that supposed to mean? Because you're on my title, you have the right to take the car whenever you want. When the agreement Who's was, on the it title? Would be my Your car. understanding was who was on the title? We both were on the registration both of you were on and the on title. the title. And then, so he says, Well, I am on the title, and then what? And then he says, Well, you can say no, it's not a problem. And I said, No, you're not on my insurance. You're not supposed to be driving. God forbid something happens, and then we're both screwed. So, so at after this point, that, are you guys dating or you're not dating? No, we're not dating. So how did he get his hands on the, on the caravan? How did he get it? I said to him, you can either give me the $5,000 that I put down on the car or let me finish making the payments because at that time, there was still probably about $2,000 left to pay on the car. And I told him, I can handle my own. Let me just finish making the payments. No, he didn't want to do it that way. In fact, I, gave, I brought it up to him twice he let 22 days pass without saying anything to me about the car or that he even had the intention of even picking up the car. If he would have said, if he would have had at least some sort of decency to be like, okay, well, this is my intention. I'm going to gather the $5,000 for you, make arrangements to get a new car. Wouldn't be here right now. But so he what let happened? 22 days pass. He let 22 days pass. He calls me, he texts me on my daughter's birthday, which was August 19th. Tells me he got the $5,000 for me. He's going to pick it up the next day around 7 or 8. Every Thursday, my daughter has physical therapy at 2 p.m. Every Thursday. That day, she didn't go to physical therapy because she had a doctor's appointment where she had to get her immunizations and her physical. He shows up at my house. 
he uh, texts me and tells me, where are you? Uh, that he's, he's at my place right now, that he's gonna, um, that he's here to pick up the van. I told him, no, you don't call me, you don't text me the day before telling me that you're gonna pick up a vehicle knowing it's my only form of transportation. Okay, so now what happens? He takes the car and you come home and find the car missing? Tell me how the car ends up missing. No, when he showed up that Thursday, the 20th, um, he tried to take the car, but the sheriffs who showed up asked me to show them the paperwork and then told him her name's on the paperwork too so I can't force her to give her a car your car the car to you because her name's on the paperwork he let the whole weekend pass by Monday while I'm at work he shows up the sheriff knocks on the door with a tow truck and they tow my car away so I, I wasn't gonna make a big scene because that's just not who I am so I right, but how was he able to get that sheriff to tow the car if your name was on it, uh, let me ask you, Mr. Zalamar, how is it that you yes, were able to tow the car if both of your names are on the title? Okay, so after she repeatedly was saying to give her back the money or making her finish making the payments, um, I decided not to respond and I did my due diligence. I spoke to Capital One and I also spoke to the DMV. So in the state of Florida, they went under what said on the title. So on the name of the title, it said my name or her name. So or told her me name. That, yes. So they had told me that either or could go pick up the title, either or could take each other's person's name off the title. Since she was constantly telling me about giving her back her money, giving her back her money, so I did everything and switched everything over. But it took time. Once you I had did everything legally. Everything over, Yes, I switched the, the title. Except for the part about giving her the $5,000. Where's the $5,000? Well, it wasn't even $5,000 that she gave me. It was only $3,700. No, and she gave you $3,700, but according to her, you then gifted her the remaining $1,300 and told her not to pay it. That's true, right? That's no. a gift, a completed gift. No, no, it wasn't. What's the it. date of the text where he tells you about um, don't worry about the rest of the payment? Where is that? Um, it had to have been sometime in February or March. I'm actually scrolling through it and I'm trying to find it as well. When did you guys break up? We broke up in May. Yes. I was in so we we def we we broke up in May and I was still trying to Why did you guys break up, Mr. Zalamar? It was like nothing I ever did was ever good enough for her. What do you mean nothing you ever did uh, was good enough? Well, I mean, I would help her with all her bills when I wasn't living there. I also gave her You're money lying. for her her other son, um, the the bicycle that she wanted him to have, so that way he could ride that to school instead of the bus. And it it was like nothing. She didn't appreciate any of it. So I just got tired of it. All right, Ms. Rodriguez, did you find the text where he says that he's forgiving the other thirteen hundred? Where is that? On two twenty six. Um, so it doesn't show the 600 because that was over the phone, but it does show the 700 that he did say not, not to send it because he was going to send it to me anyway. It says, Hey okay. babe, subtract the 700. Hey babe, subtract 700 from the 2200 because I was going to send you 700 on Friday anyway for the bills. So I see where you should get credit for another 700 because otherwise he wasn't sending you bill money. I get that. But where is the other 600? The other 600, if you look up a little bit more, I asked him if he wanted me to just subtract the 600, but then he, ne 
he never responded by text message. He had called me and told me yes. So I don't Okay, really now there's a point in time later on when everything's hitting the fan where do you tell him by text if you come up with $5,000, you can just take the, my van? I told him yes. I gave him the option of whether he can give me my $5,000. And $5, you acknowledge back. that that's exactly what the deal supposedly was. The problem is she feels like you didn't give her enough time. But then you take the van, you title it in your name, and you don't give her a penny. Why is that? The van and everything like that was under her, her possession. The van, the key, everything. So after the first time that um, I had showed up to get the vehicle, um, I told her, I was like, hey, I'm here to pick up the van. And she, that's when she told me that I wasn't going to get the van. And I was like, please do not make me call the authorities and have me report it stolen. And she said, do what you got to do. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's when I called the authorities. They came by and they asked me the same question. How did you manage to get her name off the title? And I explained to them the same way that the DMV explained to me. Because it had my name or her name. That was the only way that Not it was allowed. Not your name to. and her name, which is how it should have been. So I have a much more profound and fundamental question for you, Mr. Zalmar. This is the only transportation she has. She has five kids, one of whom is your daughter, who goes to physical therapy. Can you explain to me why you're taking the van away from her? Why are you doing it okay. at all? Well, yes, she does have five kids, four lives with her. When I first um, tried to take the vehicle because she was constantly talking about giving her the $5,000 back, that means that she wasn't worried about that being her only transportation. Yeah, but do you I understand that if you just come up it, and with 24 hours notice, you, you say, I'm here for the van, that she doesn't have time to buy another car? You understand that, right? Your brain cells are yes, connected. Understand you understand that you're going to leave her and four children, including your own, with no means of going anywhere, including physical therapy. You know that, right? But your oh, anger at her is so, so much more that you would rather be able to bring the... You, you, you turn around, you do these little shenanigans with the state and get, get her name off the title behind her back and then call the authorities and then tow it. It is more important to you to win on that because you're so angry at the way she treated you. But think about it. You know, you took the only method of transportation away. That doesn't seem to you like maybe a crappy thing to do? Um, I only did it because she asked for the money back. If she never she asked, asked for the money asked back. to have a deal with you that you all of a sudden, within a 24-hour period, said, I'm picking up the car. The way it went down makes it look like you're mad at her. What are you mad at her for? That um, she didn't I love mean, you the right way now? you wanted to be loved? Oh, uh, no. No. Um, e even though she took that my she daughter away from me. she wasn't grateful? Even though she took my daughter away from me. What do you mean she took your daughter away from me? What do you mean she took your daughter away from me? I haven't seen my daughter since the first time I tried to take the vehicle. And she wants to say, because of the state of Florida, you don't have any proof that the baby is yours. You don't have the right to see her. I'm not allowing I don't know what you're talking about. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. If she said that, she's a liar. And if anybody said that to me, that would never stop me from seeing my kid. All you have to do is file a paternity action and you will be able to see your child. By the way, are you on the birth certificate? Yes. Yeah, then you're, that's it. You're pretty much home free. Over in the state of so, Florida, but you have to marry, file. that doesn't count. That is ridiculous. It is not truthful. And you are an idiot for taking your legal advice from the woman you're fighting with. Don't you care about your child? Don't you want to fight for your child? Why don't you get a lawyer or go on your own to family court, because you can go on your own, and sit down with the counselors there and file an action for paternity. That's all you got to do. Now you're going to have to pay child support, too. That's usually the reason I don't see that side fighting for their kid. But child support is not a cover charge for seeing your kid. You get to see your kid, okay? And, and so what if the court orders a paternity test? If it's your kid, it's your kid. You'd want to know that, right? Yes. Jeez, Louise. All right. You have a counterclaim against her. What is your counterclaim? Go ahead, Mr. Zalamar. It was for all the money that I gave her for the house bills for her son's bike that I also helped out. And um, all the money that I have sent all the for... During your the relationship? Rest of the money that I was, uh, throughout this whole entire time until um, June of this year. So that's what you're doing. You are asking a court to order her to return any penny that you willingly gifted her during your relationship. Why would I do that? Well, in terms of why, it's because not only with the whole issue with, my, with the baby, she also had told this to her own kids, which resulted in her son conversating with my daughter about the situation. And that, that's why I'm that's... not allowed to see my daughter, because she chose that. So if, if she's not mine, and if I don't know that she's mine, why would I have helped her? Why don't you put your big boy panties on and go find out if that's your baby and go fight for your baby? How's that for a plan? You can do that, okay? You can go to court. Yes, ma'am. It's just a lot of trouble, but you can go to court. So maybe you should go to court. But in the meantime, the fact that you're mad at her doesn't allow you to go back on the agreement that you had with her that you would only take the van if you gave her $5,000. You decided not to give her $5,000 when you know darn well that you took her name off, not because you bought the van from her because you hadn't paid boo, but because you were trying to be vicious. That's why you took her name off to of be it. Vicious, yes, you are, because she's had to sue you for the five thousand. You never gave it, so she can't buy another car. So I'm ruling she, in uh, favor of Ms. Rodriguez and the amount of her five thousand dollars. This insurance money that you're suing for, uh -huh. why would he have to pay you back insurance money 
when that's insurance money that you paid for to drive the car the time that you drove it. He doesn't have to reimburse you for that. And on your counterclaim against her for $8,000, because I want all the money for travel while I was visiting my girlfriend for the past two years, no, those no problem. are not compensable expenses. That's money you spent in a relationship. That's not a loan. So zero on your counterclaim, 5000 for Miss Rodriguez. So the plaintiff is finally going to get her $5,000 back. She has a judgment against the defendant. Mr. Zalamar, what do you think about that? You're going to have to give her the 5000 now. Oh, that's fine. I was going to give it to her that day anyway. I still have the money for her. What have you been waiting for? Uh, I've been waiting for her to just be like, hey, can, I, can you just give me back the money? You know, you never responded. Didn't you feel guilty at all about leaving her high and dry with four kids and no, no, no card? I only did what she had asked me to do. That was it. Well, bottom line, you owe her the 5000 You're finally going to have to cough up and give it to her. Ms. Rodriguez, what are you thinking? It's over. I'm happy. Couldn't ask and for nothing more. It's his daughter. You say it's his daughter. He will have to have parental rights at some point. Are you going to let him have that? I never took the rights away from his daughter. That day he came to pick up the van, <laughs> he asked me if he could take her for the weekend, and I told him no. That was probably, like, the only time that I ever told him no to taking his daughter, and that's because we already had plans. Like, I told him the world does not revolve around him, and it's not everything at his time. All right. Well, good luck to you. I hope things work out soon in your favor. Thank you. Let's see what the judges think now. Time for another session of After the Verdict. I got to tell you, Marilyn, I'm having a real hard time understanding the thought processes that were going through this guy's mind. When he goes to the mother of his child, she's got five kids, one of whom has to go to physical therapy every Thursday. His kid. His kid. And he takes the car by means that are deceptive, not really, not exactly Grand Theft Auto, but he, he messes with the title. He has an agreement. He reneges on the agreement. I mean, my God, I would sooner ride a bicycle with two flat tires all over the county for a month or two than, than take that car away from someone in that situation. Horrible. Really, really, this. Yeah, it's he just doesn't get it head. either. He just—he's so mad at her that he just, you know. It just clouds his judgment, yeah. apparently. Yeah. And you also pointed out that the right thing to do, if he's concerned about paternity, establishing paternity, etc., he can bring a paternity suit in the state of Florida. Of course. I mean, right. his name is on the birth certificate. He's presumptively the father of this child. Right. right? So correct. And so that's the presumption. That's right. how you walk in. And then if there's any any question about it, the court orders a paternity test, and then that's it. OK, so George wrote in and asked this. Hey, Harvey. If my neighbor's tree roots uh, grow onto my property underground and mess up my septic system, isn't my neighbor responsible to pay for the damages? Well, here's the thing about that. Um, if the branches intrude like that and it does mess up your septic system, I think you do have a case. It's complicated, however, because you do have the ability to mitigate damages. That means you can minimize your damage by cutting the roots back to the property line. Now, this is dicey. You cannot go past the property line. If you do, you're in trouble. But if you cut the roots to the property line on your side of the property, you are allowed to do it. And hopefully, you can do it before the septic tank uh, gets ruined. That will do it for this case. Litigants are inside the courtroom for the next case. This is the plaintiff, Ronnie Hatcher.
He says the defendant is unfortunately his neighbor, who he's had trouble with since moving in almost two years ago. The guy has eight kids, and one of them smashed his 100-gallon aquarium and also threw a metal socket through his car windshield. The defendant's also a slob. He now has a rat problem, and the siding of his house is damaged because they egged him. Bottom line, this abuse has to stop, and that's why he's suing for the $3,860 he's owed for all the damages caused. This is the defendant, Matthew Seymour. He says the plaintiff's the one who harasses him mercilessly. He calls the cops if one of his kid's Nerf toys lands in his yard. He complains his dog poops in his yard, but he doesn't even have a dog. And no one in his family egged the guy's house. Owe him all this money? No way. He's accused of being a nasty neighbor. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says his neighbor has eight kids, and they are reckless because one of them intentionally smashed a 100-gallon fish aquarium that he owned. But the defendant says that his neighbor is a grumpy old man who harasses him mercilessly about minor little things. It's the case of, those are some nasty neighbors. Mr. Hatcher, what's the problem? Uh... The first time we had any issue was with a 100-gallon aquarium, which I placed about two and a half feet away from the, uh, the fence line. And his son took a hammer and just twice deliberately took a hammer to the aquarium and busted it. I was going to put it in. Can I ask you a question? How old is his son? He's eight or nine years old. Did you see him do that? I watched video of him do it. I had surveillance cameras. Okay. And, show and then it, it what happened? Really do that. What happened when you noted that? Did you go and talk to the defendant? I went over and talked to them, and I wanted to, the child to help me clean up the aquarium to get ready for bulk pickup, and that he would help me take it and assist me out with it. Well, that did not happen. But uh, Mr. Uh, Seymour came over and helped me move it out after I got about halfway. Well, that might be a little bit dangerous for an eight-year-old, but certainly there should be some consequences. But tell me, Mr. Hatcher, um, when did the defendant move in next door? Because you were apparently neighbors with his... He's moved in with his father, and you were neighbors with the father before this, and there were never any problems. Is that correct? I never had any problems. Okay. So... But the father lived there first, and then he moved in with who? I'm not sure about that. There's a lot of How many kids are living there? How many kids are living there, Mr. Seymour? I've got five through the week and eight on the weekend. How many kids do you have, Mr. Seymour? Nine, ma'am. Are you done pollinating? Nine kids? How many yes, different mothers? Yes, ma'am. Three. Three different mothers. Wow. Have you figured out how it happens? No, kidding. Because that sounds spread really, really thin. That's really, really thin. Are you able to provide for nine kids? Yes, ma'am. I work two jobs. God bless you. What are the ages of these kids? Ten to three. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's got to be a free-for-all. All right, so five of them are living with you. What are the ages of those kids? Ten, nine, eight, six, and four. Okay, and are they all from the same mom or no? Yes, ma'am. And where's the mom? Out in the living room with them. Oh, okay, so she's there too. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so now after this um, aquarium incident, what happens next? What's the next thing that goes wrong? 
The next thing that happened was the kids were throwing uh, sockets and wooden objects towards my car, which is 36 feet away from the fence line. So it had to be chucked pretty good for a nine-year-old or an eight-year-old to throw it and break my back window of my van, which costed over $700 to repair. And I asked them to pay the deductible on the car. And, and according said, to you, the deductible that? was $100. It was $100. Right. He paid 40 and he still owes you 60 for that. That's correct. And Mr. Seymour, where's the other 60? Ma'am, I gave him three payments, two $40 payments and a $20 payment. Now, I did not get receipts because he's my neighbor. I didn't figure I had to, but I did pay the man. Yeah, now look at you. Yeah, you got to prove that. Fair he says enough. you paid. It's not like he's saying you owe me 100 He's saying, well, I did get 40 but he still owes me $60. Um, all right. Now, the next thing, and this is really the big ticket item, it's uh, to fix siding on your house. Tell me about that. What happened? Well, I, I didn't notice it for quite some time, but uh, the father, his father, Mr. Seymour's father, came over and asked me one day if my cameras reached out to the front of the house because the kids had egged their car. Okay? So I didn't think anything. And they wanted to know which kid. And they wanted to know which kid so that they'd know who to, to, to blame and punish. Well, I didn't right. know who it was. My cameras did not reach that direction. Um, anyway, three weeks later, I was mowing my grass and I found that my house was also egged and it was there for three weeks and it all powdered up and uh, took the paint off, which I did take photographs of. Yes, that's part of it. Then on top above it was more damage done. Okay. It's not showing the damage. And above. so one painter told you you could just paint over it, and another person told you you have to remove the siding and put new siding, right? And that's what you're suing Correct. for, $3,800 for new siding. Yes, for new right. siding. Now, just let's talk about what side. you're really upset about. You feel that your, life, that your quality of life has seriously deteriorated since he and his family moved in. Well, I went over to talk to, the, to Mr. Seymour after the, the egg incident and was going to talk to him about a few other things. And I started off, of course, with about the egg. And he, he just, <laughs> they got you too, huh? Well, and turned his face and was starting to, to bile around. I said, okay. Then I said, well, I'm going to throw, start throwing away the kids' toys because uh, they keep coming, venturing closer to my van, and really, I don't need any more damage done to my van or my house. And, well, he, he threw a fit, said, you don't have any kids, uh, blah, 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 slammed the door in my face, and they went out to retrieve the, the toy. Which kid is the kid who threw the, the, I don't want you to identify the kid, but you know which kid we're talking about when we talk about the socket on the windshield, right? Yes, ma'am. And is that the same kid who was involved in the egging incident? I don't know. Nobody ever specified which Did you which question kid your children? The, yes, ma'am. And what happened? What'd they tell you? They said that none of them did it. One of their friends did it. So I figured out which friend it was. I went and spoke to their parent. My kid did not throw the egg. And Mr. Ron would not listen to anything I had to say. I questioned the kid um, also. The other kid, the friend. The kid that was 
no, I, I questioned the, the kid that was with his supposed friend that egged the right. house. And? And they were both together, and I asked him, well, why didn't you stop him? Well, he's a year older than I am, and I couldn't stop him. And I asked him where his mother was. She's in the bedroom. She cannot be disturbed. She cannot be disturbed. Boy, I would like that. I would like a kid to say that in my house, you know? Egg fragments was on their windshield or window seal. Is your premise, why would he have to pay for the siding if the only evidence is that some other kid did it? Why is it his fault? Why would he have to pay for the siding? His kid was involved in it also. Yeah, but a kid, no, you have no evidence his kid was involved in it. The only evidence you have is that his kid was with a kid who did it, but not that they were in on it together. He didn't hand him an egg and say, go ahead, go throw it at that gentleman's uh, siding. That's, you don't they have any evidence. Together. Yeah, they were both According together, to the but, kid, if, he was but they have to be acting in concert to do the bad thing in order to, for both kids to be responsible and or their parents to be responsible for lack of supervision. Which kid set your lack garage on fire? One of your kids set no, your garage on fire? Kid. A different kid. And the oldest one is 10? You gotta get some control over there. I know you're busy working two jobs and trying to provide, but somebody better get some control over there. All right. I just wanted the kids divorced the side of the house. It took me twice to get the cops to come out to, to get him divorced the, the side of the house. Did he end up washing the, the siding? After the and did it come off? And I had the paint, paint is the only floor. off. Let me ask you, Mr. Seymour, you're getting sued for $3,800 for the siding. And from what you're testifying to, your defense is it's not my kid. He knows it's not my kid. He knows it's that other kid. You're also getting sued for the $60. And you've said to me, well, I paid that, but I have no receipts, right? Yes, ma'am. All right. Let's talk about this stuff, because this is going to be a perennial problem. You feel that the quality of your life, sir, has been changed because of stuff like this. I've got a video up here. Yeah, there's this dog. It's actually his father's dog who lives there at the house. <laughs> this is a we slap in the face. Why dog? is the dog loose? Because my father let it out. It's his dog. Yeah, but you should stop him. Please. Because this is a source of great consternation for your neighbor, and you want to try to have some peace. Wow, it's yes, wild. Yes, ma'am. I've already and fixed then, the back gate. And the back gate is the way the dog was coming out? Yes, ma'am. And then we've got video here. Is this you? This is you, right? Where are you going? You're going to work? You step on some poo? All right, let's, um, you also have some footage of rats. There we go, there's a little varmint. That's the one on top of the toy. The one on top of some toy over there. Ush. Okay, but have you called the city to complain about these kinds of things? I mean, because how are you going to, the rat's not talking, and the rat doesn't say which property it was born on, and why, and how, and what is attract, the rat doesn't say, well, my preference is for that person's garbage instead of that person's. I mean, if the rat problem's a rat problem. It's kind of a shared community thing unless someone is leaving garbage outside that is attracting the rats. So if you see garbage outside, all you have to do is call the city and say, hey, this is illegal and they can't do this. So have you done that? Welcome back to the People's Court. There is garbage, garbage everywhere. And now there are rats that have invaded the space. Let's find out which litigant is gonna come out on top. I've asked the city to look into it. And of course, his, his backyard is, has been atrocious. He's finally cleaned it up. 
but he doesn't even mow his yard. I mean, look he's, he look, he's got five kids living there. There's three adults living there. There's at least one dog. How many dogs do you have? Just, just the one dog on my dad's. Just the one. And it's that, that's your dad's dog, and he acknowledges that that's your dad's dog. He's not suing for anything that has to do with the dog, but he did give me a lot of video of the dog literally just traipsing over there loose and pooping on his yard. And it's kind of, you know, you want to be a good neighbor. Um, and I understand your frustration because you feel that he is being kind of crotchety and he just doesn't like kids. Pretty much, yes, ma'am. Okay, so explain that to me. What do you mean by that? Well, um, for instance, about three weekends ago, there was half of the neighborhood out front playing football, yelling and screaming, being kids outside playing. And he comes out back and tells my kids that you guys need to quiet down because you're not the only people in the neighborhood. Now, how's that right? He did call the city on me about the rats, and the rats told, and the city told him that the rats is a citywide problem. There's nothing that can be done. I apologize. Right. All right, Mr. Hatcher, you are uh, asking that Mr. Seymour pay three thousand eight hundred dollars to replace the siding on that side because someone else's kid is accused of doing something. I'm not going to order him to pay you three thousand eight hundred dollars. I'm I, I'm impressed that he got out there and cleaned it on a first time or a second time, uh, if the story is that his son was merely with someone who did it. I would do that. I would clean it. I wouldn't take me a second time. I would clean it. If my, in fact, I'd have my kid out there. I wouldn't have my kid move a glass aquarium, but I would have my kid you know, out there with a sponge and soap and water to clean it if he was with the kid who did it, because he should know that that's inappropriate and that he should have told you if it was done and all that other stuff. But in any event, the position that we're in is you have zero proof that he as a parent is responsible for what it is you say is necessary. I'm not even sure it is necessary. I think you're trying to send a message because you're frustrated. Um, and this is rough because, yes, there are a lot of kids living there. And guess what? They have a right to live there. They do. Yes. Um, so, yes. you know, we have to try to find some happy medium where you can live in peace and the children can be children and not be too loud, and you not be too angry. But I see where he's coming from if your dad's dog is constantly taking uh, his business over to his yard and your kids are throwing things at his car. This isn't starting out the way it should start out. In any event, I'm not going to order him to pay the 3800 I am going to order him to pay the remaining 60 that he doesn't have proof of. And that's my verdict, and I wish you guys good luck. Thank you. Thank you. So the plaintiff is going to get $60, not $3,860. Mr. Seymour, uh, is this the first time you've been to court uh, with, your, with your neighbor over issues like this? Yes, sir. Do you think the judge said he, she thought maybe Mr. Hatcher was trying to send you a message by filing this lawsuit? Do you think he has succeeded? No, sir. I mean, I understand that he's frustrated. I get that. But at the same point... He's not respectful to me, my children, anybody in my house, so I show him the respect that he gives me. All right, sir. Well, I wish you luck. Mr. Hatcher, what about it? What do you think? Uh, do you think you can have a little more patience, maybe, with uh, Mr. Seymour and his children? Mr. Seymour, I just wanted to be a good neighbor. And if he would show me some respect, I show him respect. And I don't mind the kids at all. I do mind if they uh, taunt the cameras, uh, especially the doorbell, because they keep coming and running over to the doorbell to make it sound off. 
that's not appropriate. Well, listen, good luck to you guys. I hope you work it out and can live in peace. Wow, the surveillance cameras that were in place here were pretty amazing. I mean, Mr. Hatchett had the poop cam in the front, the rat cam <laughs> in the back alley, and I don't know what else, but he had, he had a lot of uh, photographic or video evidence of some of the things that were bothering him about what were going on. But certainly, the dog really isn't this defendant's dog. Yeah. It's his father's dog. And yeah, dogs will do that kind of thing once in a while. And rats are everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you and I went for a walk in our neighborhood maybe two or three weeks ago, and I saw a rat and a snake that day. Within, <laughs> within like, I could have reached out and grabbed them. So, you know, it's hard to avoid those. Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, they both seemed like such nice people, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They seemed so reasonable here in court. Yeah, you uh, never know how that looks otherwise, but... Right. Um, I'm sure they're putting on their best... Uh, their best I guess, best, uh, I guess. But, you know, um, I, I just... I wish they could uh, find some happy medium because... Um, definitely. You know, I, I mean, the defendant is working two jobs, trying to feed a lot of mouths. He's, you know, it's, it... it yeah. I mean, he's, I guess, doing his best, but right. it's not funny if your kid eggs a house. No, no. And I, if that actually happened, that's kind of uh, bad. All right. Okay, we got this from Raquel. Uh, Harvey, if I catch COVID from someone who tested positive, was asymptomatic, but refused to quarantine, can I sue that person for negligence? I think you can. Um, if somebody knowingly exposes their disease to you and they don't tell you and don't give you an opportunity to stay away that is negligence negligence is defined as what a reasonable person would not do under the same or similar circumstances and i think a reasonable person would stay clear of you or at the very least tell you you have COVID and give you the option if they don't i think you've got a case we'll see you next time Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.